tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. This is Newsnight. In the next 60 minutes. I'm an on tape. Everything he came to say here on video in his office, the same office. His relationship with IGP and contracts, 40,000 boots, contracts. More revelations unfold before Parliament's ad hoc committee investigates in plot to remove Ghana's police chief. Tonight, not even his own in-camera request could prevent the third police witness from fingering the IGP as the mastermind of the recording and leaking of the viral tape. I also have the same intel that the IGP agreed with Bugri Nabu after Bugri Nabu had gone to inform the IGP that somebody wants your post, so he has come to me. I would be happy that I say more when I'm in, in camera. But is there another tape with more damning revelations? You've had the benefit of a tape on the assumption that it's authentic. The members of the committee will have to internalize that tape and it is also transcribed and look at it. You want to stay for details of today's hearing. Also, government's fight against illegal mining has lost steam. That's the verdict of the president of the National House of Chiefs, as he says the focus of government is now on winning the next election. When elections are close, the authority of people in power is reduced. They are very careful. They need the numbers to vote for them. After the elections, when his vote reduced drastically, I believe they have slowed down. And you'll come with me into the Prama Forest Reserve as we highlight the devastating effect of illegal mining in our latest documentary, Forests Under Siege. Initially, they said they were covering pits, but then they started building settlements. Ah, we wondered why they were setting up shelters if they were just covering pits. Meanwhile, Chiefs of Achim Himang issue a 10-day ultimatum to government to drive out illegal miners in the area or face their off. If you don't have a paper zero, zero, from zero. water resources, go away. Zero. And within 10 days, if you don't hear anything, zero. follow the due process of the law zero. and go on demonstration. Just hold back the anger of my people anymore. And speaking of ultimatums, the B Traditional Council have issued a 90-day ultimatum to President Akufado to set up an independent body to investigate the alleged police killing of two people in the community. This anger the police officers who stormed me Godoni town and vandalized property and set fire to 41 motorbikes, smashing seven cars, one tractor, breaking into shops, destroying fridges. <laughs> And in business, government pushes for definite timelines on negotiations on external debt restructuring. And in sports, Mohamed Kudus and Andrea EU presence as Black Stars begin training ahead of final AFCON qualifier against Central Africa.
African Republic. We'll bring you a live update from the Accra Sports Stadium. And much later, Attorney General vows to ensure justice for customers of men's gold as he tears into the modus operandi of the company in a speech at the University of Cambridge. You want to stay for that and more here on Newsnight. Please join us with your thoughts and comments via WhatsApp 055 We're also live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. You can leave your comments there with the hashtag Newsnight. I am MFA Apau and this is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Thanks for choosing us. We dig in now and start off from that ad hoc committee sitting for today and the third police witness uh, took his seat today. Um, George Asari has been making some damning findings and his own request of an in-camera hearing could not stop him from corroborating the allegations that the IGP, Dr. George Ekufu Dampari, was the mastermind behind the recording and the leaking of this particular tape that we're all talking about. So the latest uh, to stroke more fire is the third police witness I've been telling you about, Superintendent George Asari. And for him, um, he's been making some comments also about Bugri Nabu uh, being used as a conduit by the IGP to trap them and he's however indicated that he has witnesses to testify to his claim. Listen. Upon further inquiries remember I'm a policeman for investigations I'm very smart but that side when, I, when we meet in camera you know who did the recording who was sent by who and on what promise to who you will get it when we meet in camera and you see that this inquiry that has been set up, it will either be a, a causing financial loss to the state by somebody. Chief Bugri Nabu informed this committee that wasn't the full tape. You are also alluding to the fact that the tape is doctored. Why do you think somebody will dock that tape? And if so, who do you think would have done this? Honorable Chair, these are some of the matters that I've promised the committee that I want to do it in camera because it concerns national, national security. It's a serious matter. I want to do it in camera. I also have the same intel that, that the IGP agreed with Bugri Nabu after Bugri Nabu had gone to inform the IGP that somebody wants your post, so he has come to me, to the extent that the CV that was collected from commissioner and sent to Bugri Nabu by those boys, two, they are two. They are prepared to come here and testify. They are two. They collected it, sent it to Bugri Nabu. Bugri Nabu gave the CV, the CV that was intended for the appointing authority, he gave it to the IG. I, I, would, I, would, I, I, I would be happy that I say more when I'm, I'm in, in camera, because it is not a healthy development at all. To remember, when Alaji called me, he knows my name, Amasari, but God works under mysterious circumstances. I don't know what moved Bugri Nabu into calling me Asante. And this Asante, per intel, is a corporal or sergeant that has been promoted to go to police college to become an ASP. And this same ASP, it was Mr. Commissioner George Alex Mensah that made him go to the peacekeeping mission. Master, let me say this in camera. Well, so that's what transpired. My colleague Samuel Imbrua sat through um, the entire proceedings. He joins me in studio. Let's go through it um, step by step. So, um, amongst others, he also makes an allegation about a contract awarded to Bugri Nabu by the IGP. Let's talk about it. That is a claim of Superintendent George Asare. He claims that because of the relationship between the two, Dampare has given, allegedly, given Bugri Nabu a contract to procure 40,000 boats. Mm for the Ghana police service. Yes, uh, after the leakage of the, I call it so-called tape, leak tape, um, I was invited 
by the National Investigations Bureau, and I went. So when I went there, they interrogated me on this same tape as regards who did the recording, number one. Number two, who leaked it? I told them my side of, sto of the story that I don't know anything about it. And then an ASP at the police office, at the, at the police headquarters, PID unit, by name ASP Kenneth Asantienpi, the BNI officers asked me, what is the relationship between the two of us? And I told him, I don't even know, I'm hearing the name for the first time. It was later on that I saw the guy and I said, oh, was it not this guy that was in Accra region or the room? I don't know him. I don't know him. But um, commissioner also got there, I went there. But per what I gathered from there, Bugreen, after the leakage, Bugreen Nabu's special assistant by name SK was picked up in that morning by the NIB officers. And then the secretary was also picked up. And eventually, Chief Bugri Nabu was also invited to the place. These people, per my reliable information, apart from Alaji Bugri Nabu, who went there and lied as usual. And I, oh, I, he has lied on several. I have, I have Alaji Bugri Nabu on tape. Everything he came to say here on video in his office, the same office. His relationship with IGP and contracts. 40, 44, 40,000 boots contracts. My brother. Okay, so Imbura, that's not all. Uh, we also are learning about um, their visit to a spiritualist uh, with Bugri Nabu who led them uh, to that. How did they get to a spiritualist in all this? Tell us. All right, so according to Superintendent George Asari, Bugri Nabu told them that if you are looking for a position such as the IGP, mm -hmm. you need to be spiritually fortified. So he suggested some what we popularly, uh, popularly call malams mm. in his hometown in the northeast region to go and visit so that they will fortify them he'll come back and then they'll be given the um the position but mr um, uh, george asari claims that he did not oblige to it but that was the proposal uh, proposal from mr bugrinabo that spiritual matter it was in two ways either christianity or other 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 but he insisted, he insisted, please, Honorable Chair, he insisted that, he insisted that he has some malams, as I use those words interchangeably, or imams. Yes, Honorable Chair, belief system, belief system is relative to people. What you believe in, somebody might not believe in, in it. So forcing your belief system on somebody, to me, is improper. But this one, this particular one, it was Alaji, Master knows he's a Christian, and he was well aware that he will resort to his Christ Christian prayers. But in, in addition to that, Chief Bugri Nabu wanted him to as well, as well, allow him to consult some malams for him, some malams for him, and that was why I said, Alaji, this one here, it is your job, so no problem. You can, you, you, you can do it. Well, we'll be speaking shortly um, to George Osiris, the Superintendent George Osiris' lawyer, Alfred Papadakwa, shortly. But um, after the hearing today in Bura, uh, there was a revelation also that there could be another audio as reviewed by the committee. Tell us more. The committee chairman, Samuel Athachia, indicated that their sources have given them a new audio in which they are going to scrutinize and then compare with the audio, the first one that they had. Because, you know, there were concerns from About all the witnesses who came um, in authenticating. They were saying that portions of it were doctored. So they are now going to examine this new tape. And then going forward, they will either invite all parties interested into an in-camera meeting with their lawyers. The first audio is not authentic in terms of some aspects. But they admitted that some of them were authentic. Now, we've had the benefit of a tape on the assumption that it's authentic, the members of the committee will have to internalize that tape and 
it is also transcribed and look at it. And that will give us the ideas as to what to do. First of all, do we bring all the I mean, stakeholders together with their lawyers for cross-examination and uh, cross-firing to take place? Whilst we listen attentively, later when they finish, they will have our turn. And then are there matters which should not come into the public domain because of national security implications? So we'll do long in-house or uh, uh, in-camera hearing. And then we make some good sense of it. So this is how we are going to go. We'll be guided strongly by the fact that this is not a simple exercise. And it's not everything that should be fed to the general public who have implications for the nation. We might not divulge our sources because then you block people from giving us information. But we have a tape, which is supposed to be the comprehensive tape. We'll look at it. If you told the world that it was Kwasi Mensah who brought me the tape, we might, we might not get the next tape or the final tape or whatever it is, or this information or that information. So that's the chairman of the committee, Mura. They also um, revealed that some senior police officers have petitioned the committee. Do we know who they are and what exactly their interest is? The identities of these senior officers have not been revealed. Uh, it was at the time that the committee meeting was ongoing that I understand some of the petitions started coming in. Mm. Before then, the chairman has also requested for a writ that is currently in court against the IGP. We understand over 80 of these officers have sued the IGP over promotion. So all these documents will be scrutinized to inform the direction of their report. Yes, whilst we were sitting, the petitions were brought to us. So we've not even read them. We've not perused the petitions. But trust us as a committee that there is nothing of consequence that will brush it aside. It's going to be a very comprehensive interrogation. So if people want to aid us to do our fact-finding, we will not block them. We've also just seen that some uh, police officers have even taken the IGP to court in relation to their promotion. So I've, I've instructed that they should first the, the, the writ so that we know the content of what is pending in court and the rest of it. But first of all, the members are doing some serious reading of what is supposed to be the authentic tape. And that will inform our next, I mean, activity. What material is different from what we've used and then we'll do what we call the proper analysis of the uh, new tape, so-called. And that we Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Um, what do you do next? If your name is on the tape, and your role is significant in we doing the proper fact-finding. It's automatic, you have to appear before the committee. But the issue for determination with the members who all decide is, do we do an obvious interrogation like the one we are doing on camera, or we do in camera because of national security consideration? We will let you know everything. Because it's not going to be a fetish of an investigation that the press is blocked. When we plead with the press that they should excuse us because of the matters of national security concerns, you understand us. That's not everything which is for the public consumption. And then we'll do what is needful. 
So that's uh, the chairman of the Parliament's Ad Hoc Committee, Samuel Atachia. Like I said, thankfully, Alfred Papadakwa, lawyer for Superintendent George Osari, has been patient enough to stay with us on the phone. We are grateful for your time here on Newsnight. So you led your client, Superintendent George Osari, in testimony before the committee today. Do you have confidence in your testimony that you gave today, you'd say? Yeah, hello, good evening. Good evening. Thank you so much for your time. I'm sure you heard me. Yes. Um, so this morning, my client was in, was in the committee sitting. He was invited. He was questioned, and he gave his responses. Um, we await the next step that the committee will take. From the indication and the communication from the committee, were you told what the next step will be? No, I think the chair did indicate that uh, as and when they need us, uh, we would uh, be summoned. But at least my client did give some indications that there were some of the matters that um, uh, we have to have an in-camera hearing. So uh, I'm sure it will get to that point. But really, uh, there are those who are of the view that um, it appears that your client is a peeved one. What would you say to such people? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think um, what has happened, unfortunately, was supposed to be a previous conversation that he had with uh, Bugin Abu and the senior police officer. That had come out. So probably if he's peeved, I'm sure uh, maybe it's because it's out. But I don't think uh, it's uh, for any other reason. Mm. As a, a serving officer, Superintendent um, George Asari, since the leakage of this tape and the public hearings amongst others, would you say this has affected his work in any way, knowing that he's still under the IGP, Dr. George Kufudampari, whom he's testifying against? Well, first of all, I don't think he's testifying against the IGP. I mean, he he had to say what he knew about the recording and everything. With regard to his performance, I wouldn't be able to know. But you and I know that, I mean, as humans as we are, uh, when these things do happen, it, it may one, or one way or the other may have affect may affect your psychology i mm. mean uh, but that one i will not be able to know it hasn't affected his working anyway you would say i'm sure you've been interacting with him with regard to that i will not be in a position to know he's been going to office as mm. i mean he's at the protocol unit mm. um i do not know the nitty-gritties about what they do there but uh, i'm sure if he had issues he would have alerted me i don't think so Okay, but we are told about the emergence of a new tape. Was that brought to your attention? What's your position on it? No, we, we heard that, I mean, uh, after everything, we, we, I think we heard it in the news. If there's a, a new tape, I mean, I think that uh, the committee would look at it and if there's a need to invite us to also make some comments, I mean, I'm sure our client is uh, ready to do that. Uh, let me say that, he has insisted that the conversation between him and Bugi Nabu and the commissioner um, was not what was played, was not entirely or wholly complete. Um, if uh, someone has been able to get us a full, I mean, for want of a let me say a full um, tape, I mean, it, it, it's, it's good for everyone. I'm just cautioning that uh, we should not also uh, open the floodgates mm. for any other i mean i mean uh, someone a you know scrupulous person to bring in a tape and and just tell us that uh, we have a tape um, i mean if we care, if care is not taking we may have so many tapes in the system so i think the committee are saying they are going to scrutinize it so they'll look at it and if there's the need for us to come and uh, answer to the content i'm sure he's ready to do that Okay, and you insist that uh, your client is not a bitter man or has anything against the IGP, Dr. George Kufudampai. 
No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Well, we await what the next steps will be then. We are grateful uh, for your time. That's Alfred Papa Dakwa, his lawyer for Superintendent George Asari, led um, his client in testimony today before the committee. We're still following up on that. And there's more on myjoyonline.com, but staying on issues relating to the police. <laughs> So what you're hearing are voices of some residents of the Hohoi municipality in the Volta region earlier today, while their traditional council expressed its displeasure at police brutalities in the area. Addressing a press conference in Hohoi on behalf of the B traditional council, the B paramount chief Togbe Gagabusu and the divisional chief of B Wegbe Togbe Ke gave President Akufuado a 90-day ultimatum to set up an independent body to investigate the alleged police killing of two people during a clash last week. According to police, the disturbance started after a police patrol vehicle was involved in an accident with a motorbike rider. The rider, we are told, sustained injuries and some members of the community became angry and set the vehicle on fire. This uncle for men has killing effects on Green Bebe and Green Pleasure. And the seventh, the former chief of the Green Traditional Area and the president of the Green Traditional Council, having carefully considered the trend of events in the Green Traditional Area over the past years, on behalf of the Green States and in my own right, is calling on the president of the Republic of Ghana, His Excellency Nana Adodakwa Akufo Adu, to immediately, to immediately, and as a matter of of agency to set up an independent committee of inquiry to investigate and report on the findings as far as past and current events of police brutalities and killings of innocent citizens in the big states are concerned. The findings, Your Excellency, hopefully, should remain available to the big states within 90 days from the date of this conference will go a long way to curtail the reoccurrence of excessive use of lethal force and police brutalities and unprofessional conduct by the police in the Green States. It will also go a long way to show empathy from the government towards the unacceptable behavior of the police in the Green States. Well, he also accused the police of looting and setting 41 motorbikes ablaze. Six days ago, that is on Wednesday, 30th August 2023, at Bingo, there was another unwarranted police brutality, which again resulted in the death of Mr. David Abenia and Mr. Kapeti Abenia. A motorbike rider was knocked down by the police driver which also resulted in severe multiple injuries. And the victim is currently receiving a global teaching hospital. My father, two other teenagers were hit by stray bullets and were treated and discharged at the Green River Health Center. The report has it that a police speaker with five police personnel chased up a motorbike rider towards Big Golden on the Akramoway Road. And at the point, knocked the rear of the motorbike rider and he fell into a gutter, causing injuries mentioned above. In his unconscious state, the police claimed the victim was rushed to the motor health hospital at home. Reinforcement of police detachment was called to the scene, only to notice that the police vehicle pickup was in flame. This angered the police officers who stormed in Bodoni town and vandalized property and set fire to 41 motorbikes, smashing seven cars, one tractor, breaking into shops, destroying fridges, shelves, and looted items in the shops. As a result of the mayhem, people have to flee amid sporadic shooting. Well, let's interrogate some of the claims made at the press conference. And thankfully, the divisional chief of Biwebe, uh, Togbe Ke, uh, he spoke at the press conference. He's also the left-wing chief of the B traditional council, joins us on the line. Thank you so much. So let's first talk about how we arrived at the conclusion that the shops were looted by the police. And then also the 47 motorbikes were also set ablaze by the men in uniform. Hello. 
Hello, Togbeke. Can you hear me, yeah. sir? Yeah, thank you for uh, contacting me. And um, I want to greet my our cheerful listeners. I think the grievances of the green states have been stated in the press release. Exactly. I know that. But I'm only asking about the conclusion you arrived at, that police, men in uniform, actually looted some of the shops and then set ablaze 47 motorbikes. That's what I'm seeking to interrogate, sir. Yeah, what I'm saying is that fine. But if you still want um, my confirmation, yes, eyewitnesses. I wasn't there myself, but the reports get it that these motorbikes were burnt by the police. Somehow along the line, the police claimed that they were burnt by the citizens themselves. And seriously, I can't put the pieces together that out of no provocation, citizens will do that. People were traveling from Cologne. They got into the issue. Their motorbike was seized and burnt. So for for someone to believe that these motorbikes were bent by the youth or the citizens themselves, I don't think that can uh, hold, uh, that can be truthful. Mm. To the extent that the divisional chief of the town by name Togo say the Ted mm -hmm. had parked two vehicles or cars in his house. Those two cars were also smashed. How can his subjects do that to him? Meanwhile, he was not even in town. Well, so um, these are accounts that you're getting from eyewitnesses. I, I, I presume that before the press conference, maybe the chiefs and the people would have done some form of preliminary investigations, knowing that the police is also with you in the area. Was any form of preliminary investigations done prior to this press conference, or we are relying on what your subjects have told you? We are relying on what our subjects have told us. And we did a lot of inferences. Mm. And I think we are not far from the truth to conclude that the motorbikes were bent by them. And I'm, I, I'm again saying, how, how on earth can the citizens do such thing to their fellow uh, brothers, sisters, smashing vehicles? No, I, I, can't, I can't understand it. I can't pick the pieces together and accept it. Mm. But you can accept the fact that it could be the police. Sure. Okay, we'll talk about your 90-day ultimatum that you're issuing. It appears you're issuing it directly to the president. Um, I would want to find out why you would do so. Um, as chiefs, I'm sure that there are forms of communication, um, but you, you prefer to use this channel rather? Uh, unless you are telling me that the press conference we held was wrong. Not at all, sir. Yes, so that is what we are demanding in our press release. But why the president? If you carefully listen to the release, you made reference to an earlier incident where we petitioned the IGP. And as of now, nothing has been done. And the president being the first gentleman who has authority over all institutions and for that matter, all um, uh, public servants, we felt it is the right time to petition the president. And being a listening father, we expect him to listen to our plea and act accordingly. So uh, beyond the press conference, there's, is there an official petition um, to that high level? Pardon? I'm asking that beyond the press conference, or the ultimatum is just ending at the press conference, are we issuing any official petition to the presidency for that matter? Oh, if... if if we do just end at the uh, press release, it's better we don't even do that. Mm. Yes. So I'm, I'm not expecting that after the press uh, release today, that ends everything. No. So uh, I'm not expecting that. I'm guessing that after this particular clash, we know that the police has reached out amongst others. You are not satisfied with the work that the police has done, at least the police hierarchy on what it is that happened, for which reason you're issuing. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. 
That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Doing this ultimatum, correct? Again, come up. Come again. I'm asking that after these clashes, we've had the top police chiefs come into Hohoi to investigate for themselves what exactly happened. I'm saying that by this ultimatum that you're issuing to the president, it appears that the chiefs are not happy with what the police have done so far in terms of the investigation. Exactly that. In actual fact, some sort of investigation has started. Mm. But we are our, in our press release, we are calling for an independent committee. Okay. All right, Tobike, we'll leave you here. Thank you so Thank much. You. And that's the Divisional Chief of B uh, joining us um, on the phone uh, after that press conference. But recent past, there's been news of alleged police brutalities. And let's highlight it a bit more. Maxwell Abubo of our security desk joins me in studio uh, with details and cataloging some of these um, brutalities over the period. Maxwell, what do we know? Yes, um, in June this year, um, five persons, please described as suspected land guards, were shot and killed at Botiano. Um, police said they had engaged them in a shootout when they visited the area during an operation to clamp down on robbery and landguard activities. Um, family members have been calling for justice. We know that as it stands now, not any of that sort yet. In fact, in July, a woman who said her two children were part of those killed invoked curses on the Ghana police service. So that was in June. Now, in July, um, Salah Houdin, 34-year-old man at Dagomba Line in the Atsawasi constituency, was also um, allegedly brutalized and killed by police during a swoop. In fact, police came out to say um, that during the swoop, the suspect tried running away and then he ran into a wall. Um, an autopsy reports that later came out suggested that he died of massive blood in his abdominal cavity. We know family members have also been calling for justice. We are, we are yet to hear anything on that. Um, now, in August, um, two police officers were accused of brutalizing and killing um, a 17-year-old man, Samuel Boatin, that was in the Brimnod district of the Eastern Region. He's a Washington Bay attendant. He was killed. And then the latest um, was the one that we had last week. Uh, Mm. in the area around Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much, Maxwell. We know that the Commonwealth Human Rights Initiative has also been calling uh, for the establishment of an independent police complaints committee to deal with some of these police brutalities. It also says the Ministry of Interior and the Attorney General's Office must work with CSOs to finalize the draft legal framework into the necessary approval and direction for a draft bill on the establishment of um, IPCC, for instance. Well, you're still listening to Newsnight here on Joy 99. 0.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. We'll take a quick break and, and then return with business. And then later, government's fight against illegal mining has lost steam. That's the verdict of the president of the National House of Chiefs as he says the focus of government is now turned on winning the next election. The authority of people in power is reduced. They are very careful. They need the numbers to vote for them. After the elections, when his vote reduced drastically, I believe they have slowed down. I'll then take you on a trip to the Apamprama Forest Reserve as we highlight the devastating effect of illegal mining. That's in our latest documentary, Forests Under Siege. Initially, they said they were covering pits, but then they started building settlements. Ah, we wondered why they were setting up shelters if they were just covering pits. 
you want to stay for that and more after business with George. Hello, George. Hi, MFI. And coming up... weekend? Interesting one. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming up in business, government pushes for definite timelines on external debt negotiations. And Bank of Ghana expresses commitment to implementing measures aimed at reducing inflation to appreciable levels to help stabilize the economy. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Kingdom Books and Stationery, Sinter Stangs, and Pepsodent Chaco and Herbal. Uh, it's the best season of the year, just in some points. Momo pay or you say Momo up. Send with ease and win big. You be merchant or you be Momo user. Momo season abanti send in the via. Send in the via. Momo season abanti send in the via. From now till the end of September, end points when you download the Momo app and make Momo Pay transactions to a merchant via either the QR code or merchant ID and stand the chance of winning a thousand Ghana CDs weekly and other amazing prizes. Our merchants are not left out. Receive payment and win. There are lots and lots of exciting prizes to be won. So download the Momo app, transact with Momo Pay, and get rewarded this Momo season. TNCs apply. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666 or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. 
Welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, government is making a strong case for the review of timelines when it comes to external debt negotiations under the G20 Common Framework. The country is yet to reach a deal with external creditors after agreeing to debt restructuring earlier this year. But speaking at a discussion on climate financing at the ongoing Africa Climate Summit in Kenya, Nairobi, the Minister of State at the Ministry of Finance, Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam, says the delay is not helping the country. Ghana submitted an offer with uh, their restructuring scenarios back in May. Up to now, we haven't even started uh, looking at negotiating an MOU, much more to negotiate the, the debt restructuring scenarios. So that is the time period. Even though countries are faced with difficulties and they need a funding agency, the debt restructuring under the G20 Common Fund needs to be looked at. We need definite timelines because a number of countries are going to follow. I've seen data that suggests that uh, of the 68 V20 countries, 40 of them are dead distressed. And so if they are dead distressed, the likelihood that a number of them will also join uh, Zambia, Ghana, Ethiopia, Chad for their restructuring under the G20 Common, common Framework is, is very likely. And, and, and therefore, we need time, definite timelines to guide the negotiation of the debt restructuring. Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam, speaking at the Climate Financing Program of the ongoing Climate Change Conference in Nairobi, Kenya. The Bank of Ghana has expressed its commitment to instituting fresh measures to help bring inflation to appreciable levels aimed at stabilizing the economy. Inflation has hit record levels in recent times, raising questions about the effectiveness of the monetary measures aimed at stabilizing the situation. But the Bank of Ghana says it is committed to dealing with the situation. Director of Research of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Philip Abrodo, to disclose this in a speech read on behalf of Governance Addison at the workshop for some financial journalists. We are seeing inflation declining steadily. While we see non-food inflation going down significantly, I think the foot still remains high and therefore the overall is not coming down very fast. But I think there's some good news in there. For your non-food in six months to decline by 17 percentage points is, is very encouraging and we need to work more on the food side. Fiscal policy implementation for the first six months is also on track. Um, we expect a review to take place in September to take stock of what has happened in the past and also to take a forward-looking view. Director of Research at the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Philip Abrodutu. On the National Pensions Regulatory Authority has denied not doing enough to protect contributors as government moved to restructure the pension funds. The ministry had earlier announced that pension funds will be excluded from the exchange program. However, later it captured it in what it describes as an alternate offer. Chief Executive of the National Pensions Regulatory Authority, Hifuda Takrofi, says things could have been worse if it hadn't stepped in. This is where the regulator and the stakeholders have had to team up and work together with government to ensure that the ultimate consumer, which is the contributor, the worker, does not suffer. The regulator was always there, was always there, has never been absent. You understand that? I think, again, uh, there, is a, there, is a, there is a style of regulation, there's a style of supervision, you know, and it is not about holding the cane and whipping everybody in line. It's about making sure that your stakeholders are within a consensus building structure and they all agree. And that is how the regulator over the last three years has played their role. And I believe this is the best approach. Yeah. Chief Executive of the National Pensions Regulatory Authority, Hayford Atakrofi. 
A lot more enterprises continue to lament about the rising cost of doing business in the country and how it's impacting on the operations. Some of these firms say any, they are struggling even to meet monthly salary commitments. Chief Executive of Doman Foods, Franklin Kofiga, says well, it's one of these firms in Ghana that is worried about the situation. He was speaking at a forum on entrepreneurial journeys organized by the Ghana Communications Technology University. The cost of doing business in Ghana is very, is, is an interesting one. From the taxes you pay to, to the high rise of goods and services, the prices that change anyhow. And then there's also another part that is not said, that is employees and their wages. Good, how do you talk about it? But because of the terrain that we are living in, the economy that we are living in, the employees also need raise, they also need more money. And so to incentivize them or to motivate them, the money must also go up. And so it makes cost of doing business interesting. Chief Executive of Doman Foods, uh, Francis Kofiga. Let's turn our attention to the stock market. And if you're an investor in Cow Bank today, he lost a peso to close at 60 pesos. That a fan mark was up by 12 pesos to close at one Ghana city, 50 pesos. And that's all uh, for Business on Newsnight. Back to you. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You, Emma. Thank you very much, um, George. And you owe me an explanation. Don't worry, we'll do that shortly. Okay, all right. Thank you very much, George. Now, let's do some of your messages. Then Musbao is on standby uh, with the latest from the world of sports. We have this one from Musa Batwa. Inaswasi says, I can see from the demeanor by this government, it's clear IGP Dampari is on its on his way out, the strategy that was used to boot Charlotte say out is the same strategy uh, that is being used now, he says. We have this one also from Sam Banamani in the USA. It says the revealing revelations of the leaked tape shows the police service, including the IGP, are not working for Ghana but for themselves. Uh, purchasing boots, the police service without public bidding. Um, okay. And this one also, um, it doesn't have a name. It says supposedly smart police officers could not see they were being recorded. You make incriminating comments and and later blame your sloppiness on somebody who was not at the meeting. Did they think Bugri Nabu was the appropriate person to complain to if they genuinely had issues with the IGP? That's um, a question there. And Nana from Spintex Road also says, the COP at the tribunal clearly sounds a bitter policeman, probably expecting to be elevated by the ruling government. The current IGP, most of us can say he's doing a good job before the IGP before he became IGP, he drove with us on the Spintex Road and occasionally cautioned drivers. He currently drives with us in the mornings without sirens. You only notice him because of his number plate. Well, and this one also um, says, I would be grateful if the Anyasu Maihene is not aware of the above document. Why is he still not, why has he not stopped illegal mining like the Asantehene is doing. We'll get to that story shortly. And this one from Area Berna inside Peta Hohe, Volta region. It says the action taken by the police in the area leading to the death of some civilians is very barbaric and condemnable. And um, okay, Kwashi uh, Intema also has this one. The Attorney General cannot be serious. It's not about making a speech but walking the talk. How long has this men's school issue happened? So um, it was part of our headlines. We'll get to it. And final one from Lincoln in Aquitiman, the judiciary should know that they are not above criticism and reproach since they are paid with our taxes. Let's do sports. Musbao is here. Hello, Musbao. Hello, MFA. Well, um, interesting, interesting comments relative to the <laughs> leak tape over there. But the Black Stars are in town and they've been preparing ahead of their game against the Central African Republic on Thursday. Is the final AFCON qualifier, a game which the Black Stars need to, at the very least, pick a draw and secure a ticket in next year's AFCON in Ivy Coast, where 12 players, including Mohamed Kudus and Andrea Yu, were at the training session, and my colleague Muftal Nabila monitored it. 12 players reported for the Black Stars opening training session ahead of the final AFCON qualifier against Central Africa Republic at the Memorial Sports Stadium on uh, Thursday. Andrea Yu led the training session with the likes of Mohamed Kudus, 
uh, Osman Bukhari, um, Gideon Mesa, Nicolas Opoku, uh, Lawrence Atizigu, all be a part of the training session. The other players are expected to join the team uh, before uh, they emplane to Kumasi to wrap up preparations for that game, which is going to happen on Thursday. Chris Hilton um, supervised the training session uh, alongside his, his technical team. Well, but uh, meanwhile, the vice president of the Ghana Football Association, Mark Ado, has been speaking on Lava FM with my colleague Stephen Zando, calling on Chris Hutton led technical team to ensure the team's performance come Thursday improves. Yeah, we will support them 100% to okay. make sure that, they, but it's something that they, they are working on day and night to make sure that they pick the right team to be able to provide that dynamic results that mm. we are looking for and the dynamic play that we know the Black Stars were playing. We, uh, the, hey, the process has started. We mm -hmm. expect to see a uh, marked improvement in the performance, in, you know, and we want that. We, we are Ghana. Yeah, so that's the vice president of the Ghana Football Association there. But the Black Stars will, uh, you know, fly to Kumasi tomorrow ahead of that game against Central African Republic at the Barbara Sports Stadium. So we look forward to that. After that game, they have a friendly against Liberia. Uh, next week Tuesday so after the game on Thursday on Tuesday they have a friendly against Liberia so we'll look forward to that remember Thomas Partey is not in the team because he's picked up an injury but the controversy is Andrea Hughes' inclusion in the team and it does appear that his leadership quality is what uh, the technical team is hoping to rely on to get the boys to advance to Ivory Coast for the AFCON. So that's it for sports mm -hmm. and uh, brought to you by Pepsodent Hebo and Chaco Pepsodent Every Smile Matters. There's a story that I'm sure um, sporting fans will be very interested in, especially those who also listen to Drive Time and what Lexus Bill does mm. after Drive Time and mm. watching tennis throughout. Yeah, the yeah. US Open. Yes. The US Open okay. it's, is so underway. So we'll tell that story. Yeah, we'll shortly. tell that story. Thank Shortly. you very much. Yeah, he's well. watching Carlos Acaraz, <laughs> fantastic tennis player. So, well, let's get into the Apam Prama Forest Reserve now, and um, it's time for No to Galamsey. And government's crackdown on illegal mining is losing momentum. That's according to President of the National House of Chiefs and Omahine of the Ariansu traditional area in the western region, Nana Ojia Hohuo Yaojibi the second. He attributes the decline to the government's heightened focus on the upcoming election, which has in turn weakened its ability to combat illegal mining. I'll get to hear from him shortly. But my colleague Erastus Asaridonko reports how state institutions, including regulatory bodies and law enforcement agencies who bear the responsibility of protecting Ghana's natural resources and preserving its environmental heritage, look on for the forest to dissipate. This is the Cobra community, an old town which sits deep within the Apamprama Forest Reserve. Residents still have fresh memories of how the destruction of the Cobra section of the reserve started in 2018. One by one, they tell me of how the late chief executive of the Forestry Commission, Sir John, in 2018 convinced the townsfolk that the government was undertaking a reclamation exercise in the forest. Initially, they said they were covering pits, but then they started building settlements. Ah, we wondered why they were setting up shelters if they were just covering pits. Then a number of machines were brought in, so we mobilized to demonstrate. But Sir John came in and assured us they were just planting trees. But after a month when we went back, the forest was crawling a lot of miners. That began a series of events that marked the woes and destruction of a once beautiful natural forest. A forest entry permit was granted to Unique Star Point Company Limited to carry out reclamation activities on some portions of the forest reserve in November 2017. In the same year, a forest entry permit was granted to Heritage Imperial Company Limited to conduct prospecting activities in December 2017. Unique Star Point Company Limited and Heritage Imperial Company Limited belong to Emmanuel Donald Intua and Reynolds Kwabi. Contrary to mining regulations, what was supposed to be prospecting and reclamation of the Apamprama Forest Reserve 
turned out to be active mining of the reserve with over 18 excavators and a number of bulldozers. The forest became a no-go area. We could not enter the forest. They mounted huge barrier. They brought in bodyguards. I used to drive some miners into the forest. We had to endure drills from the military. We concluded that these people were sent from the top. The illegal activity in the Cobra section of the Apamprama Forest Reserve went on for months under the watch of the Forestry Commission. So this devastation went on and the Apraman Forest Reserve sites are right here. The Forestry Commission says it had no evil, it did not see anybody bringing in heavy equipment. This has lasted for close to a year. No government official got wind of it or nobody was prepared to even face them. After failed attempts by Operation Vanguard and other security agencies to stop the illegality, the Interministerial Tax Force on Illegal Mining moved in to stop the pillaging of the forest. Well, the first part airs tonight on the Joy News channel at 8.30 p.m. Also on all our social media platforms, Forest Under Siege Part 1 uh, will be airing. You can't miss it. But we can hear from the president of the National House of Chiefs and Omahine of Ayansu Traditional Area, Nana Ojiahohoya Ojebi II, who believes government is failing to crack the whip. He's been speaking on the AM show. They, they, they have destroyed a greater part of the forest. And now uh, we are not having too much problem from illegal loggers. The illegal miners are causing trouble. Okay. They are there. Mm. And uh, I will continue to fight them. Mm. I don't know what happened. You remember His Excellency, the President said his... Uh, He's putting his presidency on the line. On the line. Unfortunately, after the elections, when his uh, vote reduced drastically, uh, I believe the party people advise him, so they have slowed down. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. I mean, has slowed down. Yeah. That is my observation. That is a problem. Politicians need power. Mm. And so they don't mind. Sometimes they even encourage them. You go ahead. When I come to power, I will regularize uh, your activities for you. Mm. And this government has also introduced what they call a community mining. Mm -hmm. Some of them, too, are not working well. They only select individuals. Then they put all their resources behind them and they do whatever they want to do. Another area is that Nananum are also not contacted even when they allocate plots of uh, land to miners. Mm. And uh, in a village, you go and show a paper to a chief. So once the paper is from government with a seal there, he thinks uh, he has the authority to do whatever he wants to do. Except that when it comes to some of the divisional chiefs and the paramount chiefs, mm. we go further to interrogate and make sure that uh, we go further. And sometimes, even the area allocated to the miner is different from where he's uh, doing his uh, operations. Okay. That's the president of the National House of Chiefs and there, Nana Ojiahohua Yao Jibi II. We've also been hearing from the chiefs and residents of Achimhimang, near Osino in the Fantiakwa South District of the Eastern Region. They've also issued a 10-day ultimatum to government to drive away illegal miners causing destruction to their water bodies and farmlands or face their wrath. But uh, just before we head out, we know that the National Labour Commission had earlier issued a directive to the Colleges of Education Teachers Association of Ghana to call off their strike. And um, thankfully We've been joined on the phone by the president of CTAC, Prince Obinghame. Thank you so much for your time here on Newsnight. So what's the status of your strike? Have you called it off? Hey, Mr. Good evening and thanks for the opportunity. I just want to indicate that uh, in the last 10 minutes or so, we just closed from next meeting, uh, where after quality results of the voting across the 46 colleges of education, our members have overwhelmingly voted for uh, the strike to be called off so I will have opportunity to as it were engage you recall that uh, last week when the National Labor Commission gave the orders if there is anything that CETAC should be credited uh, you know with it should be consistency we said that we needed to in line with our bottom up approach get our people to be part of the decision making indeed we got every college across the 46 college of education to vote to express its opinion and uh, the voting ended five o'clock this evening and uh, we, we we have suspended the action we are taking 
steps to come out with a release tomorrow where we write to the National Labor Commission and then all of that. So that's where we are. So strike called off. When are we expecting you in the classrooms? Immediately? Yes, as we speak now, my good self, I am in Kumasi. I know uh, people travel to uh, other places, some crossing over to uh, those who are in the northern part, to Burkina, to Niger, some who are locked up here and there. So we are anticipating that between now and Thursday, our members will be back. So we are in our uh, letter calling our people or asking our people to come back. We'll give them up to Thursday to report to their campuses so that we'll resume work. So by this, we are saying that all your concerns have been addressed, reason why you are suspending? We may not have agreed wholly with the directives of the National Labor Commission, but as a law-abiding institution, we know that you go to the court, you agree to comply because you believe in the rule of law, but not because you agree totally. There are a lot of outstanding issues that we believe we need to call off and then mm. we'll be able to resolve the issues. Or is it the fear that um, you would not be paid for your September, salari- your September salaries if you do not call it off? That doesn't even come in at all because okay. we had indicated that the salary freeze notwithstanding. And you recall that uh, they froze the salary and uh, it didn't coerce us into submission. Except that we have uh, decided to, as it were, comply with the National Labor Commission based on the strength of the uh, timelines given. The responsibility to ensure compliance now will be shifted to the National Labor Commission so that we have... Uh, uh, you know, done our part of the contract, we'll look up to them to also do their part of the contract. So that whatever letter we're coming out with to call off the action, we're going to serve the media copy. And I know, uh, I trust the tracking, uh, I mean, what a few of the joy news and what a few. So we'll be able to track as we move on to see whether they are ensuring that the, the people comply and all of that. We are grateful. That's Prince Obing Hima there. He's the president of CTAC and you heard it. They've called off that strike and um, immediately they're going back to the classrooms. And that's it for Newsnight. You're on Joy 99.7 FM on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi and affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. Many thanks for your company. There's more when you log on to myjoyonline.com. I am MFA Apao.